a brand new edition of the Lockdown Corner. Hello again, you lockdowners. If you can't get enough of us, follow us on Twitter at Corner Lockdown and Facebook. You already know the spiel. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the news and notes. News and notes from the league. Starting with, we'll go outside of Titletown. We'll start with the Tennessee Titans. Since the last time we recorded, Julio Jones is now a Tennessee Titan. The Falcons got back a 2022 second round draft pick and a 2023 fourth round draft pick. And the Titans got Julio, obviously, and the Falcons also sent a 2023 sixth round pick to Nashville. So, Alec, Julio's a Titan. Did we see this coming? Um, I think that I said that that should be a preferred destination for Julio when we were talking about this last. I think I mentioned it at least. Um, it set you up specifically because, once again, the lockdown corner is on top of its game, and we predicted it again. Continue. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, like I said before, I'll say it again. You know, I'm not saying this, but, you know, the Twitter sphere has been blowing up about how Lockdown Corner is, you know, the first place to go for breaking news coverage. That's neither here nor there. Um, but as far as how I like the move, um, I think it's really setting the Titans up for success. And can we just talk about how low value um, people are really placing on superstar wide receivers for the Falcons to only get a second round pick in return for that? That's kind of crazy. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. And Dustin, I'll let you hop in here in a second. I just want to throw my two cents out there because the world revolves around me. But <laughs> Receivers don't seem to get a lot these days. Even, even their contracts don't. I, Michael Thomas has changed the game a little bit with his big deal, but they don't seem to get a lot of contracts. They don't have a lot of value. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I agree with you. And I think that it's it's weird to see that the Falcons gave him away for so little. I mean, I thought the Titans got a steal on that for super superstar wide receiver, addition of AJ Brown on the other side of him. I mean, and Derrick Henry in the backfield. I mean, they got a dynamic trio right there. Hopefully Tannehill learns how to throw the ball, but I think, you know, that's a very good pickup for them for a steal. I mean, what they, they got, they got rid of the second and the fifth, you said, right? They So the Titans – sent back to Atlanta a 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round pick. So next I mean, year's fourth and this year's upcoming year's second. Yeah, I mean, what you know, what value are they going to get out of those second and fourth-round picks? I mean, Julio's arguably, you know, he's coming to the end of his prime, but he's still in his prime. He's still got a couple good years left. So if they get two, three good years out of him, I mean, that's a good trade right there. Well, that's got to be part of the equation, though, right? It's his age and his injury history. I think that probably helps you knock down some value for sure. But I think, I think it's also important, you know, talking about dynamic trios to just bring up my favorite dynamic trio, which is Dustin, some banana bread and a pullout couch. Continue guys. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> what does that even mean? In my head, I don't know why I'm picturing him like it's <laughs> all sprawled out. In like white shorts or something, just, just hanging, just chilling on the pullout, just oh watching, the, watching the backpacker game, you know, just and just straight banana bread. And just you, got, you can't forget a beer. I I gotta have a beer, otherwise it wouldn't be right. 
for some, oh, okay. that might be a nightmare scenario where they're saying, oh, God. But for some. Yeah, that is, that is a woman's dream right there. <laughs> You're dating my sister. I just want everyone to know that. So I'm horrified and uncomfortable. <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of complicated things. Um, the quarterback situation in title town's a little complicated. Just ask Mark Murphy. Since the last time we recorded, he had a press conference and decided to quote or use the belate R.I.P. Ted Thompson as a meat shield and quoted him saying, Ted Thompson used to say that Aaron Rodgers, among others, not specifically, but people like Rodgers are, quote, complicated fellas. He specifically called Rodgers a complicated fella and said, I will leave it there. Weeks later, Rodgers is in on the whatever golf event, the celebrity golf thing with Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, and his partner, Bryson DeChambeau. And he had a I'm offended t-shirt. So is he trolling us? I think he's trolling us. As fans, that is. Not just us on the lockdown corner. But he's got to be trolling us, right? Yeah, I mean, he's spoken about his views on cancel culture in the past here. And I think that it's just a, a fun T-shirt that he picked up while he was on the beach in Hawaii. Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw this. Um, I actually saw a story where Rogers, it, it was talking about Rogers at the last collective bargaining agreement, um, where they were talking about um, mini camps and, and preseason activities. And Rogers voted on behalf of the Green Bay Packers, that all preseason, um, you know, the, the, the stuff, the non-mandatory stuff that players are doing should be done away with. And he was the only one who voted for that. And so I'm starting to think that this whole thing has just been him making a stand on that. Him just deciding, you know what? I'm not going to go. I don't care if everybody else voted for it. I'm not going anybody think that that might be where he's going with it? Yeah, I did hear that too. I thought it was interesting because it seems like something he definitely would do. I mean, it's just hundred percent petty. Don't get me wrong, but you know, he has his right to stand for it. I know he didn't go last year, obviously because of COVID and all that stuff. He didn't go, but I also just want to touch again on how Mark Murphy said the most bland take on him. He's a complicated fella. I mean, it's like me talking about sensitive subjects, just trying to give an answer. Yeah, that's a complicated scenario. Well, a couple <laughs> things on that front. First of all, I apologize for the rocket ship that's taking off behind me. I'm not sure if the audio is catching that, but my I'm in the basement. I am not in my normal studio tonight for reasons that I won't get into. So I'm in the basement, and I'm pretty sure my AC kicked on, so I apologize to anyone listening if you hear the rocket ship in the background. But Rocket man! <laughs> well, and I do love Elton John, so... You know, uh, anyway, I do think it's a bit of trolling. The CBA thing's not something I considered ever, but I do think that that's in Roger's nature. But let's be real. Everyone's complicated. The boring people are the uncomplicated ones. All three of us on this Zoom are complicated people. We're not simple. We are not simple folk, for sure. So it's just, it doesn't make any sense. The timing doesn't make sense why he's saying anything at all when it sounds like Lafleur and Goody behind the scenes are doing everything they can to shut everything down, keep everything in-house, and yet the team 
the face of the team as an organization goes out there. Well, he's a complicated fella. Also, who under the age of 80 is using the word fella in 2021? Good God. How dare you? We northern people like saying that, okay? We're we're practically youpers, okay? We is say that a, a lot. Is it a northern thing or an old people thing? Because I'm pretty sure it's an old person thing. <laughs> is that discriminating? I feel like that's discriminating. Is that oldest? Is that a thing now? Did I just can't? I Ageism is a problem, Alex. Don't, don't try to gloss over this. I was looking for. <laughs> so regardless, you know what, you're a complicated fella. You know that. <laughs> I am a complicated fella, and I don't know how to take this. I'm just brushing it under the rug. This was a couple weeks ago. Nothing seemed to have happened, and it can't get any worse. If things aren't as bad as they say, things can't get worse, right? So, any final thoughts on this ridiculous story from you guys? No, I think I think we kind of touched everything. It just it's a weird scenario at a weird time, and like we talked about for it seems like two freaking six six months now. You know, it's not going to change until we finally get a final decision. I think personally, I think he's going to be at training camp, and it's all going to be said and done. And I think it's going to be over with, especially now with the events that happen. I really think that's the case. Well, we'll find out in a month. Training camp at the end of July. It is June 24th. We are about a month away from training camp. Fellas, I am so excited about our next segment. Lockdowners, please take a journey to us on a nice little cruise. This is a new segment, a new betting segment, even though betting and gambling is not legal. Sports betting is not legal in Wisconsin. Take a nice journey on the Ron Rivera make-believe riverboat casino with us Have also like you call this fellas you fucking old person <laughs> <laughs> i'm leaving that in i know yes! I'm leaving that in. <laughs> all right fellas here's how this is gonna work you each of us has 200 dollars to bet on this fake riverboat casino and i'm gonna throw a couple different props at you if you want another team or player ask me i got them in front of me Let's start with a simple one, the NFC North division. So right now, as we speak, according to points bet, the Green Bay Packers are a minus 121 favorite to win the NFC North. So that means if you bet $121, you will win $100 if that bet does indeed come true. So fellas... Second place, I should mention, is the Vikings at plus 237. Bears plus 350. Lions plus 2,095. There's some value there. (laughs) So, (laughs) NFC North, if you're just betting, we're not talking about, well, it is partially what you think is going to happen, but if you're just betting, is there any value here? Who do you think? What do you say? Or do you stay away from this bet? So, uh, for me, I'm going to go ahead and I'll put $1 on the Lions just, you know, for fun. But realistically, I know the Packers will win it. I'm pretty confident, even without Rodgers, I really do think that Jordan Love can lead this star-studded team to the the NFC uh, North Division Championship. But I don't want to put any substantial amount of money down on it seeing as i only got 200 bones and the odds it's just not in my light so i'm just gonna put a buck down on the on the lions <laughs> oh my gosh. 
we were off to a blazing start on the Riverboat Casino. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Alex's not wrong. I mean, it's just, you know, with everything up in the air, it's just a really, it, it's a tough bet. I mean, like you said, you're you only coming in with 200 bones, and really, do you want to spend 121 just only to get a little bit back? I mean, not really worth it, in my opinion. I would personally stay away from it. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not a big bet man, but I wouldn't spend all my money on taking the Packers without Rodgers at the moment to win the NFC North. And I don't, I don't really trust the Vikings. So, well, you guys know where I stand. I think the Bears at plus 350 is a real juicy bet because I do think there is a world where they can shoot up. Their defense is always solid. Last year, not great, but I think they'll be better this year. Plus, Justin Fields, everything you hear is that he's been looking amazing in camp. Now, is that comparing it to Andy Dalton? Because that might make a difference. But that Bears plus 350 is juicy. I do think that the Packers end up winning the division no matter what. But that that Bears bet looks pretty darn tempting. So, with that said, I am going to throw $100 down on the Bears. Because I think there's a lot of value there. And yes, I just spent half my money on the Bears that sounds terrible on a Packer podcast. I hear it now, but I really do like that bet. I think there's a lot of value there. Plus, if it ends up coming true, then I get 350 smackers. I Ooh. cannot believe what you just said. I, I know, you know, Al, we're, gonna Al, we're having a conversation before the podcast. You know, we're coming almost to the conclusion. We might have to kick you out of here. You sound like a Bears fan disguise here. You know, all over Justin Fields. Oh, Bears got the North. Bears got the North. I don't know. I don't. Part of me thinks I back myself into a corner here. Hold on. Let me gather. You're a real complicated fellow. You know that? I am. Hey, Alex. You want 350 smackers? I'll give you 350 smackers right here. Left, right, left, right. (laughs) You guys have boxed me in. I just think from a value standpoint, that's great value because I do believe the Packers win the division because I think Rodgers is going to end up playing because I think it's either he's going to be at home or playing for the Packers. And I don't think he's going to stay at home. So I do think the Packers win the division. But just from a value bet standpoint, I love that bet. So now that I've just blown half of my money, let's jump to NFL MVP. Mm. So a couple here that I was intrigued by Aaron Rodgers to repeat plus 1000. So if you bet a hundred dollars, you win a thousand dollars, Aaron Rodgers plus a thousand. He's actually second right now. Patrick Mahomes is plus 450, which still seems like decent value. Other notable Josh Allen is at plus 1100 Tom Brady plus 1300 and number five, kind of a surprise Lamar Jackson plus 1600 to get a second NFL MVP. Anything there that you want to blow some money on? I would actually like to take 50 bucks and put it on Josh Allen. I don't know. I feel like Josh Allen's going to have a really, really nice year this year. He played well last year. I think he's going to continue this year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised seeing the Bucks win the division here this year again. And, uh, yeah, no, I'd put I'd put some money down on, uh, on old Joshy Allen. Yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty good take. I mean, I would I would have to agree with you, but if I was a betting man, I would that's have the whole to point put, of the segment. Yeah, okay, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. All right, I, I was asking for that one, but here we are. Here's here's my bet, damn it. I would put I would put I would put hundred bucks on Mahomes. I think that he's gonna have another breakout season. I think Chiefs are gonna get on a roll. 
you know, I think he's going to want to be again. I mean, they're just just too much going for him. Same guy's back. Chemistry good. I just and their whole line is significantly improved, so I think that's going to help them out a, help them out a long ways. So, I like the Josh Allen thing, and that actually, I'll talk about in our next segment when we get there. But I, I, the fifty bucks on Allen, I think I'm going to do as well. And I know that already that only gives me fifty bucks left to play with, but. I just really got a feeling that's a good value for Josh Allen. I do believe that Josh Allen is going to have another great year. He was my fantasy quarterback last year. Carried me to the playoffs, even though I lost almost immediately. Because I'm pretty sure I, Joe Mixon is now my mortal enemy. Because he I traded for him and he never played a game. But that's besides the point. Because no one likes hearing about someone else's fantasy team. But I do like the Josh Allen bet quite a bit. One that I'm kind of looking at here. Number six, according to points bet. Matt Stafford, plus 1,600, tied with Lamar Jackson. How do we feel about that? I kind of like that. I feel Bad like it's a value. Bad bet. Really? You want me to elaborate? Please. No. I'm not going <laughs> to. It's a bad bet, though. <laughs> professional radio, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you come here for. Professional the model. The motto of the episode, Alec, you're a complicated fella. But anyways, <laughs> I, I have to agree. I think it's just a bad bet. Well, you know, while you look on the contrary, yes, he's a tough son of a B or a bad mother effer, as uh, Sean McVay said in the press conference. But I don't think that he's the quarterback he once was. I don't think that the offense is set up for him to win MVP. I think he'll have a good season, but I, I don't think MVP caliber. The only reason I would maybe throw some money down on that, I will not for the sake of the segment. But what's interesting is that he's played in Detroit his entire career. He had Calvin Johnson. He's had Marvin Jones. Like, that's number two. I guess you could count Kenny Galladay, even though Kenny Galladay is young. We don't really know what he is fully formed yet. We have a decent idea, though. Now he goes to a pass-first system where literally everything is set up for him to succeed. He's got great weapons. Cam Akers, one of my favorite fantasy plays this year. I'm planning on drafting him, even though I shouldn't have said that because I'm in a fantasy league with Dustin, potentially too. I love Cam Akers this year. So that's interesting to me as well. But actually, keeping with the Rams, let's move to the NFC Conference winner. So the winner of the NFC, right now Tampa Bay is favored to repeat at plus 305. The Rams, number two at plus 600. Then San Francisco at plus 625. And Green Bay at four plus 800. And the top five rounds out with Seattle at plus 1100. Anything there that you want to throw some money on? Um... Are there any other teams you want to hear what their odds are? Yeah, let me hear what the Saints' odds are. Them not knowing what quarterback is. So the Saints are at plus 1,300. They are behind the Cowboys. So they are actually ranked seven. The Cowboys are six at plus 1,248. But the Saints are plus 1,300. I'm a gambling man. I'm going to put all of my money on the Saints. Holy smokes, that's $149 on the Saints. Congratulations, Alec. You're walking out with nothing. 
Or you're gonna make a lot of money. I feel I feel as though Jameis Winston. We don't know where Jameis Winston's at. He can see now, my friends. He's been gifted the sight of. He's been gifted the gift of sight, and they've got a pretty decent offense around him. Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. I don't know. I think that it might be a good bet. For those, because this is an audio medium, Dustin literally just fell back in his chair, laughing hysterically. Uh, he's he's wheezing. He is wheezing in the Zoom. So I will give my pick as Dustin composes himself. I don't know that I would bet on any of these. I don't really have a good feel for the NFC this year. If Rodgers was playing, the Packers bet looks pretty decent. Seattle, Russell Wilson the last two years has fallen apart in the second half. I don't love that. The Cowboys, we don't know what we have with Dak. I don't love that. The Cardinals at plus 1,700? Maybe. I don't love their coach, but that's a plus seventeen hundred. That's pretty good value. Washington is a lot of team. Alec Washington's your team. They're plus two thousand four hundred and twenty-five to win the NFC. And you just oh, blew no. all your money on the Saints. You could have thrown fifty shekels on the Washington Football Club. Can I can I make a run to the ATM? Is that part of the rules here? <laughs> I don't know what the riverboat casino rules are we just did what happens on the riverboat stays on the riverboat guys (laughs) pretty sure that might this might mean you are a make-believe gambling addict and there are lines that we can there are phone numbers you can call that we can help 1-800 fake gamble you gotta (laughs) (laughs) anyway i don't love any of these bets san francisco's kind of tempting we just don't know what their quarterback situation is going to look like Dustin, any money here? Um, you know, if I had to pick, I'd probably put like fifty bucks in the 49ers. I think, I think they're going to be a really new and approved team this next year, getting everyone back, getting a nice young quarterback in. I, I personally think down the road he's going to be the starter for him. I don't, I don't think Jimmy G is going to hold the position very well. He just, he just way too inconsistent. And before I move on from mine. Alec, did you really put money on Jameis Winston, who blamed all of his interceptions on his vision? Are right, you're gonna have to boot this out? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Listen, Jameis has a rocket, man. <laughs> yeah, a rocket right to corners. <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't see. Dustin, you gotta you gotta work with me here. The guy guy was basically blind. <laughs> in his defense, I will defend Jameis outside of the ridiculous amount of interceptions. He did throw for 5,000 yards. Like, he's yeah. a total I hope so. If you had, like, triple the amount of attempts compared to everyone else, yeah, you're going to have a little bit better stats than other people. Well, you fair enough. Guys, I'm just he's saying. <laughs> he's not a total bum is my point. He might not yeah. be Aaron Rodgers. Have you seen him? Terrible. Have you seen him in his training videos? I mean, the he couldn't really see himself in his training videos without eyes. Well, it was after his surgery. This was this past summer. He's tripping over dummies behind him. What he's not tripping over is W's. He eats W's. Yeah, literally his hand. He likes nom, eating nom, his nom, fingers. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, he must have a little bit of crab left on his fingers. Got to lick it off, you know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rolling on! Super Bowl odds! The big one! 
So right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are the favorite to win the Super Bowl at plus 487. Bucks come in at number two at plus 653. The Buffalo Bills at plus 1,200. Four, the Rams at plus 1,248. And the Niners at plus 1,300. And for those that are wondering, since this is a Packer podcast, the Packers are tied with the Cleveland Browns for their odds at plus 1,600. Alec, you cannot bet, but feel free to give your opinion. Dustin, you have 50 bucks left, as do I. Dustin, let's start with you. You have 50 bucks. This is the last bet. Where are you throwing your money? Oh, this is going to be a shock, you guys, but I'm putting my last 50 bones on the Cleveland Browns to win the Whoa. Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I was really impressed with them this last year. I was actually very impressed. I didn't personally, I thought they should have won that game against the Chiefs. I thought. A lot of bad calls blew that game for them, but I think they're going to be a new improved team next year, getting Odell back, you know, getting their offense back and rolling. Defense is going to be just as good as last year. I think they make a run for it, and I think they can pull it off. Wow, bro. They do have good value, so I don't hate that necessarily. I just, and as much as I love Baker Mayfield, I don't know how much I believe in him to take them to where they need to get to what the number i'm looking at right here that kind of has me licking my chops a little bit and it all depends on their quarterback too the indianapolis colts at plus 2500 their defense great we know this offense could be really really good if carson wentz is the carson wentz before all of the Nick Foles stuff. I think that was 2017, 2018. Yeah, that's the big if. Big if right there. It's yeah. a huge if. But at 2,500, that's pretty good value. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. I'm going to put my last 50 on the Colts. I really do believe that they, if they get the good Carson Wentz, if they could make a pretty deep run. But I'm going to go with the Colts plus 2,500. The Packers odds, since this is a Packer podcast, this must be with Aaron Rodgers because I think if Jordan Love was the quarterback, we would probably be seeing them more down around like the Cardinals or the Steelers, probably plus 4,000 somewhere in there. But since Alec ran to the ATM, oh wait, he's back. He has ran back into the Zoom. He's got another dollar or two, a couple shekels. Anywhere you want to put some fake money? I just went off and I sold my grandmother's toe ring and I got $50. I'm going to take that $50. I'm going to throw it down on my Buffalo Bills. I think that those are juicy odds, man. I think those are juicy odds. Plus $1,200 for Buffalo is not a bad bet. They are basically what I'm hoping Indianapolis can be, but... Obviously, Josh Allen is way better than Carson Wentz at this point. But same line of thinking, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I uh, yeah, I think that Josh Allen's going to have a great year. I think Stefan Diggs is hungry. And I don't know. I, just, I see him making a deep run. And I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for him. I really like the Bills, honestly. I like the culture that they've been built smashing people through tables it's very holistic and you know i just i love it what a great tailgating model just slamming people through tables by the way that's just amazing i mean who doesn't love 
to fake wrestle in parking lots that are dirty and full of broken beer bottles and glass. <laughs> oh, well, it looks like Dustin has crawled up onto the poop deck and this boat is ready to dock. That'll be it for this week's edition of Ron Rivera's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. We now go to everyone's new favorite segment that we have adjusted because we realized how out of whack it actually was. It's time for this week's takeoff. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Are you ready for a showdown? He had the craziest look in his eyes, and at one point he said, let's get it off. More than anything else, because this guy is a has-been. First on that, 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 that is blasphemous! Because it's time for the takeoff. Are you joking me? We're going to be spicy, no? All right, so we realized that our calibration on the whole takeoff thing was a little weird because I got lacerated for my Bears take that I'm standing by, but I got lacerated and somehow won last week's takeoff. So this week, if you hear someone leave it, that is going to be minus two. So they can tell you that your take is a five in terms of spice. But if they leave it, it's minus two points, which would knock you down to a three. So now that everyone understands the new rules, Dustin, let's start with you. Hot, hot, hot take. What are you going to melt our faces with this week? All right. I just saw this in the last second, but I think the New York Giants will win their division. Get out of here. I think. Oh my God. (laughs) I think. Well, let me finish. Let me persuade. Jeez. All right. Anyways, (laughs) I think Danny Dimes will make huge progression. And Saquon Barkley comes hungrier than ever and gets over 1,500 yards rushing and leads them to the division win. Leave it. Um, I hate it. No. Leave it. Five. Crazy, crazy hot take. I'm done. No. Alec, take it away. I, no, no. I'll, I'll say I'll say that that's a, a four for spiciness. And I could see it maybe happen. I, I'll take it. I'll do a take it on this one. I don't know. I feel like Danny Dimes is going to come out firing. I think Saquon's going to have a bounce back year after two years of, you know, not really playing. Um, that defense has been underrated. It has been underrated. Yes, sir. And who else is, and who else is going to win it? You know, maybe the Redskins. But, I mean, I, I legitimately feel like the Redskins are the most stable franchise in that division. I do not believe in the Mike McCarthy-led Cowboys. I do not believe in the – in the uh, QB situation over in Philly, Jalen Hurts isn't ready. Um, I don't know. I could, I could really see it. Yeah, I'll take it and I'll go with the four. Let's not forget that the Giants also picked people. up Kenny Galladay. I am in a Zoom with crazy people. Do we not remember the last time we saw Danny Dimes? He was running free in the <laughs> field that they call the Meadowlands. He was literally running wide open through a meadow, and he fell on his face. We hey, believe this guy? 
They still scored. Don't worry. It's irrelevant. I, I'm not a big Giants guy, and maybe that's just my Packer bias because they beat us so many times in the playoffs. But, like, okay, Dustin, three and a half. I'm not even going to elaborate. I can't tolerate this nonsense. Okay, Alec, so I can compose myself, please save the show. All righty. Here's my hot take. My hot take, Derek Carr is going to throw for 4,700 yards this year, and the Raiders are going to make a play for a wild card. I don't think that they're going to take the division. I think that Derek Carr is going to throw for 4,700 yards. I think he's going to be in the 40s for touchdowns. I think he's going to be at around 12 interceptions. We'll say 42 and 12. Um, And he's going to be in the top five for MVP votes this year. Okay, there's the spice. I was with you. And then, actually, I'm looking at the Raiders' odds. They actually are plus 1,000 to win their division. They're actually dead last, according to points bet. I can see that making a run, but that would mean you have Denver and the Chargers. I don't know how the rules – or no, there's seven teams now. I forgot. So, actually, three teams could make it. But I – I'm going to give you a four because I do like Derek Carr. I think he's underrated to the point where now no one's talking about him. He was overrated. Now no one's talking about him, so I think he's underrated. So I'm going to take it because I do think there's there's a chance they could squeak in because I think they're good enough. I think it kind of depends on, like, the Dolphins or some weird AFC East team thing going on. But I'll, I'll give you a four for that, and I'll take it. So I'll give you a four for that. Yeah, that's uh... – that's definitely interesting. I do like I do like Derek Carr. I think I agree with you, Alex, that he's a little underrated, but he has had some down years because of injuries. And actually, honestly, after that playoff game where or it wasn't a playoff game, was it a playoff game where he, where he broke his leg? I can't remember. You guys remember it all? Well, anyways, um, he broke a leg. He's broke his back. There's been so many big injuries with this guy. It's hard to keep track of them all. Yeah. Anyways, irrelevant. But yeah, he just he's had a lot of bad luck with injuries, and I think that's kind of set him back. But I mean, if there's a year that he can come back and turn around, it's with a growing, growing young wide receiver core, a young defense. I think that you are on the right track. They could make a run for it. I'll, I'll give you a five. That's definitely a really hot take, but I think I'm gonna leave it because I just I don't I don't know if they can do it. I just I don't know. I think it's just too much, especially in that division they're in. That's that's a lot to ask for. Oh, boy. So that puts Alec at a three and a half overall score. All right. I'm going to bring mine up, although now I don't think it's that much of a hot take because we talked about it in our MVP odds. I believe Josh Allen will win the MVP this year. That's my hot take. I think he's got the weapons. It depends on the running game. I think they're going to be just as good as they were last year. I think he wins MVP. Mayonnaise. That was mayonnaise. I'm going to go ahead and give that a one. Yep. I'll take it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Bo. That's uh, that's not a very hot take. That's uh, I'll give you a two for, for pride and I'll take it. Right. So that's a one and a half for this guy. As soon as we talked about it in the betting odds, I'm like, well, I just boned myself because I was MVP odds were so high. My other one was MVP was Matt Stafford wins MVP. 
but I already touched on that too. So whatever, I'll take my L. But we do have a tie, fellas, between you two. This is the first time this has happened. So I am just I have- executive ruling as the one that's not tied. I will give you each 30 seconds to plead your case, and I will decide from there. Well, I am bone because you hate my idea. You despise my idea. So no, I'm kind on. of, you know, in the gutters to say. Hold on, hold on. I'm on my way out. So just I, will try and be, I will try and be fair. I, I'm not a giant believer in the Giants. He said it. He said it. He said it. Already biased. <laughs> no. This is rigged. Well, okay, you're asking me to pick between Raiders or Giants, basically, right? Hey, Giants took second in the division last year, Ben. Don't you dare. So here's where I'm at. I think they're about the same, but I think it comes down to Dak Prescott's health for the Giants' take. I'm not saying that it's impossible. It is ridiculous, but it's not impossible because that division sucks. Oh man, this okay. Is, I'm, I'll plead my case real quick. Also, we, we got to remember again, like Alex said, who is coaching the Cowboys? It's Mike McCarthy. Ooh. I don't think you remember Mike McCarthy coaching, he's awful, he's just playing awful. Like I when you have to have your quarterback Gruden. call the plays every series, you know, he's bad. But John Gruden, is he better? He might be. Percent. I'll tell you, no, what. John Gruden's an offensive mastermind, Bob. You, you don't realize he's been playing 40 chess since he got into this league. He's stockpiling draft picks, bringing rebuilding the offensive line, bringing in Josh Jacobs. People are really trying to just, you know, write him off as a maniac. But I mean, realistically, he's doing everything that he can to, to try and keep this Raiders team afloat. I'm just going to have to say it as much as I, oh, as much as I hate the take, I'm going to give it to Dustin this week. A, because I feel bad. B, because he could beat me up. And C, I do think that the Raiders have a tougher path to get to where they need to go. So I will take Dustin. Dustin is our champion this week. I'm sorry, Alec. Thank you. Please don't hurt. Thank you. I I think that it should be noted that Dustin is basically Alex's brother-in-law. So I'm going to call shenanigans (laughs) on the entire game. I declare shenanigans. All well, right, everyone. it's not my fault. Gruden is a bonehead and traded away Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack freaking has done nothing with the 75 first-round picks, and he just cannot progress Derek Carr. Honestly, sorry to say it, I think he's an overrated coach. I really do. He had a stacked team with the Buccaneers when he won the Super Bowl, and after that, he did nothing. Okay, guys, we only have we have less than a minute to get in our random Packers of the week. I'm going with Mike McKenzie. Oh, God. What a great pick. That's a great pick. Um, My pick for Random Packer of the Week is Gilbert Brown, only because, number one, he is a legend, but number two, um, ask your parents at home about the Gilbert Brown burger back in the day. It's pretty crazy. Give him an ask. Oh, yeah. Dustin, quickly. Oh, jeez, I don't remember. Oh, God. Uh, Jim Taylor. It's so bland, but I'm going to say Jim Taylor. Okay, we're gonna get hard networked out of the We're locked down. Facebook, subscribe, rate, review, spread the word. Thanks for listening. Bye! (laughs) 
Jim Taylor doesn't stink. It's just Dustin. <laughs>